This is In the Dirt with a Sodu. All right, it is the last day of MRC, and I am sitting here with Glenn Pash and Marissa Karahuda. Yep. I didn't even look down and read your name. How you like that? <laughs> look at that. Um, you all know who Glenn is. He's been on the show many times. I have been. But Marissa is the marketing manager for PCG Digital. Yes, I am. So you're actually on a podcast with your boss. Yes, I am. Is that scary at all? No, not at all. I'm, I'm a little scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, let's talk about this. It is is the last day. There's been an awesome vibe in, in, the, whole, in the whole event. Yeah. We brought in HR and creative to what has historically been just a very analytical conference. Um, how do you feel like that was received? We'll start with Glenn, and then we'll move through. I, I think when we were planning it, um, Brian and I had made a conscious decision to expand the content. You know, uh, the Digital Marketing Strategies Conference has expanded, but for this, as you said, it was very data analytics and marketing driven. And um, we just said, I think there's more people in the dealership that need to come to these events, but we need to provide them with a reason to come and a track, not just a workshop. And so we reached out, Brian reached out to you and, and your team and said, would you mind leading the charge of the creative because we know our wheelhouse. Yeah. So we said, let's go to you. And then I said, well, I like training in HR. We should do that as well. Yeah. And so I think the vibe that. has been really, really better than I would have thought or in terms of their un, un uh, I didn't request feedback I received feedback by saying thank you so un, that was really unsolicited great unsolicited positive that's, feedback that's, that was the word but yes that's, that's a good what that's what surprised me more I knew the content would be good I just wasn't sure how it would be received yeah and so um, that energy is followed through you Marissa you've been able to be a part of the event is this the first event you've worked yeah, this is the first time I've been in person. Right, so it's been exciting. So, what? What? Tell tell the people what your usual role is. What is your, what is your day to day? What are you trying to accomplish? So, with my like my role is mostly I handle the marketing for the agency. So, anything on the website, the social media, the emails, anything like that. So, the new tracks like the creative really is incredible. Like being on that millennial Gen Z cusp. Yep. Like always looking to expand, looking to make our creative better and especially in the automotive industry yeah. like standing out being different so this has been it's been amazing so do you feel like were you a part of marketing the event um i yeah i helped out with that um more of like a liaison to that of working alongside glenn coming up with ideas and stuff yeah. for marketing the event yep and so you said on the cusp of the millennial yes. gen z mentality what is that mentality? Like, why, why do you think it is what it is? So, okay, so I'm a zillennial. I'm on that. I'm that I've year that's in the that middle. Before. It's right when you're right there. Leave so. it to a zillennial <laughs> yep. to coin the term zillennial. <laughs> yep, right. yep. So I think, like, it, it all depends. Because sometimes, you know, I've grown up with Facebook, Instagram. Like, that's what I grew up with. And that's what I have known in my career of working in social it's media. the millennial part. Yes. And then the Gen Z part of that is, is... A lot of my friends, my fellow coworkers and stuff, are right a couple years behind me, right. and moving into that TikTok mobile, like mobile first video, yeah. very fast content is kind of like you get the best of both of that, and you have to learn how to balance that because what I'm used to, but I have to move forward because video and TikTok and anything fast forms, you know, digesting the content really quickly is what's important now. So how do you translate that? Because as as the marketing manager. 
you know, the website and the outbound stuff, right? You're communicating value propositions to dealers, mm-hmm. right? Saying this is why you should pay attention to this stuff. Yeah. What, why should they pay attention to new platforms? Why should they pay attention and be willing to shift to a Zillennial's point of view when it comes to uh, creating things? Yeah, because you need to, obviously, you have people of all demographics. So Facebook's, you know, Instagram, those aren't going away. So you still need to advertise there. There are a couple of people on Facebook every day still. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with the way social media is moving, you need to adapt and move forward. So, you know, TikTok advertising, that's massive. That's stuff we've been working on, mm-hmm. creating playbooks, standards. So that way we can, you know, move forward, educate dealers why they need to be on different platforms because by the time we all get acquainted to TikTok, I'm sure there's going to be something new yeah. that we now have oh, to get ready I for. It. So. I know, just, it's going to be, and then you'll be the old folks oh, on 100%. TikTok. Right? Yep. You'll be the mature platform. Yep. Can you imagine referring to TikTok oh as the mature God. platform? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's it's actually crazy. terrifying. It's it crazy. is, it is. <laughs> so this, this theme of, I think, the very best industry partners are very committed to education mm-hmm. because dealers don't have time to learn all this stuff, mm-hmm. like to go out and research and do all the things because they're so busy running their stores, dealing with the, the crazy dynamics they're dealing with. Why is education like why? How, Glenn, how do you see the vendor's role in education? I would like to, cause you, you spend a lot of time doing it. There's obviously some principles beneath that. And what would you say to the other industry partners out there that may not be leaning into, you know, providing education as much? Well, I think it's Brian's and my mentality always. Brian was a teacher. Uh, I did not know that. Brian was a physics teacher in high school, for no? high school. Does How that make I sense? I not know Does that this. Make sense it, now? I, he's such a <laughs> physics teacher. Oh, my god. My gosh. father was my not mind. happy because he went to school for engineering and then in his senior year said, I don't want to be an engineer. I'm going to be a physics teacher. And so he taught for a while until he realized, well, they don't make a lot of money. He's like, well, we'll keep your room available. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, So we've always uh, had an education bent. I've always thought it was easier to, it's not to sell somebody something, but I think if you educate them, they understand the need, and then you're seen as someone who's helping them, so it's an educational selling. Uh, But for us, it's, It goes back to the rule of thirds. We always use that terminology where Brian and I, uh, early on, people would say, well, why are you having events with your competitors? Present. Right there. Inviting them. And say, please stand on a stage and tell people about you. And they'd say, that doesn't make any sense. And well, our philosophy always was there was enough for everybody. Yep. Um, but once you're standing there, you're the orchestrator, then the vendors want to be with you and you learn more. It's your stage. But that rule of thirds was always, if I tell you everything I'm doing, just stand on stage, literally, here's what I do. You know, the one who does that now and probably one of the best is Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm -hmm. Stand there and say, I'll show you everything I do. And so Brian and I years ago would say, if I told you everything we do in terms of SEO, a third of the room is going to take it, go home and do it and go, thank you very much. And they'll be back for your next educational event. Yeah. A third of the people are going to take it and have all good intentions. And, and then they're, see them. right. Well, they're never going to do it because something distracted them. And then a third of them are going to try it and they can't do it. And they're going to come back to you and say, I need your help. Mm-hmm. So we always said, well, that's really almost two thirds of the room that depends on you. And we always thought that was a better take. And I think for all vendors, I think the more that they can educate people on what the need is and why their product is valuable versus just trying to sell them the product. I actually think that wins people over because 
then they feel that you're going to be there to educate them when to Mar Marissa said that next thing that comes along yeah. and and here's how we're going to help you and iterate or we'll just or be a resource to say well I don't really do that but Marissa does that and I know Marissa and I trust Marissa so go over to that vendor I think that just gives you better credibility in the market for and, sure and I think for all vendors they should be and I think having these events what we've been very proud of is the quality of our events we're you know this one is our largest so far but Vendors know that one, there's quality people, other vendors, yep. quality people in terms of the attendees and the attendees know there's other attendees at their level. Or if, if I'm going to leave the dealership for some sort of education, these three days it's worth it are going to be the most valuable than if I go to other places. So I think that's really why. And so I think vendors should be at the proper events based on their product or if they're willing to be that type of educational partner. Oh, man, that's great. It's like finding the other people. And it's like mm -hmm. when you find the other people believe the same things you believe, everybody gets disproportionately ahead in a, in a small period of time. Well, we're all collaborating. Yeah. I mean, Brian did a really great thing. You know, people have said, even at this conference, how did you get some of these people to sponsor who mm -hmm. never sponsor the Shift Digitals United? Yeah. Right? Um, how do you get all of these companies to collaborate on the GA4 when, you know, or even in the past, how did you get the three website platforms to all sit on the same stage and right. have a conversation? Like, no time. one ever did this. <laughs> and it was just, well, there's no, this is all about education. This is not pity people against each other. It's not a gotcha type of a conference where I'm going to get you there and then I'm going to embarrass you. It's always, we're all here to educate. And it is ultimately that philosophy. There's enough for everybody. Mm -hmm. You could have a thousand clients. I could have a thousand clients. We'd all be doing right. cartwheels down the street <laughs> and there's true. still thousands and thousands of people Left. for everyone else. Right. So why cut each other's throats? Why not be there to help and then, like you said, all of a sudden you start surrounding yourself with other vendors who want to be, and then this event is not just because of Brian or myself or Marissa. Look what your team brought to this creative track. Like mm -hmm. the feedback has been phenomenal. So the HR track, people are like, thank you. And the people who came to educate said, I haven't had the opportunity. Other conferences aren't doing this. Yeah. Like that to me is the most exciting because one plus one equals six. Yes. Right, the cohesiveness in the store mm -hmm. across all the areas. Absolutely. Because it's easy to operate just that like I think marketing's the most important thing or HR's the most important thing or sales or tech. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's good to have the people in those lanes that care so much about it. Right. But until there's like, hey, you all need each other and have somebody that brings it all together, it's easy. That's why yes. one plus one equals six mm -hmm. in that environment. Marissa, we're heading into twenty twenty three. A lot of stuff's changing and shifting. What, what is your hope for PCG marketing? Like, what would you like to accomplish in 2023? I definitely want to like diversify our social media content. That's a big thing. I want to get the teams really involved, get everybody excited, um, create more videos, and just find a way to connect more with our audience, mm -hmm. um, just so that we can keep everybody engaged. We you know create a lot of great resources, and we want everybody to get that education, like Glenn's saying, like creating stuff to help the industry, so finding ways to be more creative with it and getting that word out Broaden there. it out a little yeah. bit. All right, so looking out for diversified yes. social content for yes. PCG. We're hold gonna me hold, to it. We're going to hold you to that. <laughs> Glenn, for the whole company, what are, you, what are you leaning into for 2023? 
I, I think uh, from the education side, continuing to provide great education and growing the conferences. So we're, that's excitement and creating our online university, expanding that content. So people, we do get a lot of people reaching out and saying, could you train us, coach us, develop our teams? Yeah. But from the agency side, you know, our goal is to, uh, you know, we want to grow that customer base and find more partners that want what we deliver, which is not cookie cutter. It is customized. Yeah. We are looking at a lot of different things besides just what you're paying us to do. Right. In terms of whatever marketing it is. So that's really our goal. I'd like to expand our client base, you know, 50%. You add another 50% on. Yeah, I know that's a that's big ambitious, goal. Man. But but I think it it it's it it's has that momentum now where people are starting to realize that if you as a dealer in automotive want to succeed, you need a partner that's going to focus just on you, yeah. not anyone else right. in your market. Right. We can't, I mean, you and I have talked about it. So if, if, if someone's going to bring you in to help with a brand and explain that, well, we are going to leverage it, but then yep. we also got to focus on what you're doing in the store and help you with that Absolutely. whole solution. So that's really what we're doing, really clarifying it out there and just uh, reminding people we have an agency and yeah, we're right. damn good at what we do. Right. And we actually do work. <laughs> we right. really we don't do just good put good. on the show. Right. We do really good work and our clients are very grateful and happy and some of them will say shh don't tell anyone else like <laughs> right. as long as it's not my market right awesome just let's go get for it, it. around here no well no. glenn marissa thank you so much for all the work that you're doing to serve the industry thanks for being such a great host of uh, myself and and our friends here we brought in for the creative yeah. track and uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes on yeah, the podcast man. And today. Thank you yeah. again. And I really do want to thank you for um, creating the track. It was beyond what Brian and I, well, we knew what we had hoped and yeah. you exceeded that. That's and the so people you brought and the feedback and the fact that you brought your families uh, and they were able to participate and share with it too. That's really another thing that we did. So again, thank you and your team. Appreciate it. It's thank my you. pleasure. Thank you for listening to In the Dirt with a Sodu. We love the automotive industry and the people who make it run day in and day out. We would love to connect with you more through our Daily Dose of Fun, a free email that you can sign up for at asotu.com. That's A-S-O-T-U dot We put our heart and soul into it every day. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time for more conversations in the dirt with Asotu.